Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Welcome, welcome, guys. We're so excited you're back. Candace and I have been inviting you to call in and tell us about your shoulds and the areas you want to find freedom from. That's right. Some of you have called in. You left us some shoulds of things that you were and are struggling with. And you know what? You actually put to words a very important topic that we're going to be discussing on today's show. It is this thought that you should be healthy. So we're going to make this a two-parter, y'all. We're going to discuss both your mental health and physical health. And today on this episode, we're focusing on physical health. We know this is going to be a hard conversation. If this is something you struggle with, whether it's like, we're not just talking about if you should or should not eat ice cream, or it's not just a number on a scale, but we're going to go deeper and actually discuss the complexities within our own internal mindset that affect the external process of what it looks like to actually live a healthier life. And we know this might get a little uncomfortable because we know this can manifest in a lot of different ways. So we're going to try to talk through our stories and in, in the process, hopefully honor yours as well. Okay, that was dramatic, but Candace, I have to tell you. I just like the fact that you use the words complexities within our internal mindset that affect the external process of living a healthier life. That's a sentence right there. That's a mouthful. I wouldn't have gotten through that one. I felt like it was so deep and wise. It is. It is. You're correct. It's so good. Should I say it like how I would tell my kids? I would say, okay, you're, the way you're thinking about stuff is making you make bad choices. That's good. That works. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the sign. I saw the sign and it reminded me of you. Okay. Do you want to know what it said? Yeah. It was a church sign. Oh, gosh. It said, try our new what? Tacos? No, not tacos. Try our new pumpkin spice sermons. No, no, no. And then it said, then it said okay, not really, but stop on in. And I'm like, oh, Candace. Pumpkin spice and everything nice. I'm telling you, pumpkin spice is real. It's a real addiction. That's all I got to say. You'll find me in pumpkin spice rehab in about two years. <laughs> So good. Here we are talking about physical health, and now we need to talk about all those calories. All the calories. Oh, my Lanta. I love when you say that. Can I tell you? This is such a, a rabbit trail. Rabbit trail. Rabbit trail. Rabbit trail. We don't have a jingle, so I made a new one. You like that? Rabbit trail. <laughs> rabbit trail. Rabbit trail. Rabbit trail. So, rabbit trail is this. My daughter last night, because I love all the pumpkin spice, spice hand soaps from Bath and Body Works. And so once it's officially fall in our house, not to the rest of the world, but in our house, we put out the hand soaps and the candles everywhere. And last night, my daughter used the last <gasps> of You want to know what she did? What? She replaced it. Oh, girl. On her own. Responsible. I nearly cried. 
I went into her room and woke her <laughs> up. I kid you and not. And you never wake a sleeping child. This is a big deal. But I went into her room and I go, baby, did you replace that hand soap? And she goes, yeah. I said, that made me cry. I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much. And she goes, okay, can I go back to sleep? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. But seriously, y'all, it was a it was a moment of glory in my house. When I'm talking about your own child sees that they deplenish something and then they replenish it without you asking. It was like a, a new day has come yes. to our household. Yeah. A new day is here, Jess. Yes. A new day. That glory, won't he do it? That's not a rabbit trail. That leads us so into confetti-like praise. This is the part of the show where we rapid fire the things we're so thankful for, like replacing the soap and things throughout the week we're thankful for. So we're going to set the clock. Are you ready, Candace? You're going to lead us on your mark. I am Get ready. Set, go. Okay. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm ready. I like, I like vacations. Oh, wow. Stuttering Stanley. I do not like vacations because I'm hurricanes vacation right now. Mm, don't like it. Hurricanes. I don't like hurricanes. Oh, sorry. That's not I confetti. I, I, Go ahead. Uh, uh, Funko Pop. Funko Pop figurines. I love their bobbleheads. Okay, I love... They're so fat and fun. I love my friends. <laughs> I love my friends. I love big, chunky thighs, even though they Time's need up. baby powder every now Time's, and then. I do like Time's them. out. I want to say I love our oh, listeners wow. and our Facebook community, but you... I can't. We got to stop right there. Time has been up. We only got 30 seconds and you ended us on big thighs. So. You called in with your questions. You shared with us your shoulds. We just want to listen and maybe we can do some good. You said what? We asked you guys and our secret Facebook community that's not so secret anymore. We asked you guys to finish the sentence and it was food is. Some people said food is fuel to nourish and fuel your body. Somebody said food is my favorite adventure. <laughs> I love this answer. <laughs> food is a culinary canvas that celebrates art through every bite. That's a person right there that I would be a friend with. I'm just going to say right now, if you can go to that level of appreciation that fast on the topic of food, we're just instant friends. Like, I don't even need to justify my P.F. Chang's run at 10 p.m. at night with you. Like, you get it. She gets it. <laughs> somebody said food is life. Food is addictive. And somebody said food is, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was fun. Fun hearing from you guys. We love we love getting to know you. Um, and oh my gosh. If food is on my gosh. We also got some messages, some voicemails. And if we're being honest, we're going to flip it a little bit because this is a little more serious. But we, the majority of our messages were about losing weight or not being confident in your body. So we're going to just play six clips from some listeners who left us some voicemails. So take a listen, you guys. Heidi from South Dakota, and I tell myself I should not eat any more chocolate. I should lose weight and be in, get in better shape. This is Connie from Tampa, Florida, 
And my should is probably a valid should. I should lose weight or eat more healthy. Not necessarily lose weight, but yes, I should do that too. But I should eat more healthy and take better care of my body. Hey, ladies. My name is Kim, and my should is that I should put a bathing suit on. Um, My 13-year-old daughter will tell you that I have never in her life uh, swam with her except for once when my four- and two-year-old nieces needed to be in the pool. So I know that I should just warm it up, buy a bathing suit, and put it on. Yes, my name is Veronica, and I am from Georgia. And I was just calling to say that I really should not enjoy eating Ben and Jerry's One Love ice cream. I really shouldn't enjoy eating the whole pint at one time, but it is just so good. Hi, Candace and Jenny. My name is Jennifer, and I'm in Waco, Texas. And here are my shoulds. After a car accident, I made a should list. Instead of a bucket list, I made a should list, and my should, one of them was to, I should lose the baby weight because the baby's now seven, but further down the list is, I should eat the donut and not feel bad about it. So, what do I do? Thanks for helping the sister out. Bye. Great questions, Jennifer. I think we all wonder how we can live a healthy lifestyle without having to give up those tacos or donuts? And is it even healthy balance to have? Really, that's a good question. We heard what you guys have to say about it. And we do. We want to aim and dive deeper into that question throughout this episode. But before we do, disclaimer, we got to know this. We are not nutritionists. Obviously. Don't get, don't get a twist. Despite popular opinion. We're not health coaches. I mean, I know it's hard to believe. Check out our biceps. I know, right? Check them out. (laughs) We're just two Christian ladies. We're living proof that moms and professional work can be hard. And we want to analyze all all the things that we struggle with to be healthy and to be healthier versions of ourselves even. It really is amazing the things that we tell ourselves that we should and shouldn't do. The things that we constantly play on repeat in our heads. Come on now. What do we say? So Candice, you and I, we friend talked about this before, and I know we both have some health struggles for myself. I have found that my biggest struggle in this whole how to live physically healthy was that I respond to hard circumstances by grabbing food. Or even I'll, I'll do the celebratory thing and I'll grab some food. So it's like the whole emotional eating thing. Um, that was a struggle. And I've really dove into that last summer and tried to figure out, well, how can I be the healthiest version of myself and like figure out how to not be an emotional eater? And I, it is a process, girl. Oh, yeah. And I, I know you have a story. We all have stories. But I really want... I appreciate you being vulnerable and open in this. And I think that I just want us to open up the conversation about your own health journey. And I do want to note that although Candace's story is her own personal journey she's been on, I want you, everyone listening to think about your own journey, whether it's overeating, 
under eating, working out too much, not working out enough. And know that the goal of today's show is to encourage us all to just be healthy physically. And what does that look like for our own individual lives? And I'm really thankful for Candace to share a glimpse into her process and where she's at. So go for it. Go for it, Candace. This for me is probably the most vulnerable I can be when we're really talking about health issues. And I just want to get things straight. Some people come to a topic after they've mastered it and then start speaking on it. And then you're like, wow, they know so much. And it's because they've lived it for years. And then you go, they're so wise. Um, lower your expectations <laughs> with sorry, me. I'm, okay? Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> lower the expectations right out the gate. The truth of the matter is, is this is very recent health journey for me. And it's not something that I'm an expert at. It's not something that I come to with a vast amount of knowledge. I'm coming to you in my learning and I'm coming to you in my raw, vulnerable points of attempting a change in my life. Yeah. So you're coming to us as friend Candace. 100%. So I have struggled with my weight my entire life. If you've read Laugh It Up in my book, you hear how I speak honestly, how it really destroyed my self-worth and confidence and led to an attempted suicide. So I, I do not speak lightly on this, although I may jest a bit about just the big realities of being a bigger person. It's not to make fun of or to ridicule it's because there are some realities that you just learn how to cope with by being a bigger person and by struggling with weight all of your life. But when it comes down to the seriousness of what I deal with and what I know that our listeners are dealing with, I don't want you to hear anything said as though it's just a throwaway statement or that we are not aware or care about you and your journey too. But for me, I do know I grew up with being a, a fat person in a fat family, if I'm just going to be blunt. And there's no need to disguise that and call it fluffy. We were all fat. And, 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 and we all lived a very fat, healthy, unhealthy lifestyle. It was eating large quantities of carbs and just fried food, fatty foods, and fast foods, and all the things that you can get cheaply because we were a poor family. We lived poorly as well. And, and our health suffered at the hands of that. For me, something clicked this year to become a person that was on a health journey. Yeah. I actually felt like I heard God and I heard his voice and says, what, what would that look like if you did do that, Candace? Are you strong enough? Do you trust me enough? Do you think that I'm with you when you try this? Can you place the control of that thing that's always been a looming monster in your closet? Can you place it in my hands and see what I can do with it? And I'm telling you, something dramatically shifted in my entire approach to my health. And I felt like God was giving me a new lease on life to be able to train and discover the body that he sees me in, to discover who I am in his eyes. Like I actually had the thought sitting in my car, my body is probably really tired of carrying this extra weight. I think I need to be kind to it and try to help it out. And and listen, that may be a thought that's on everybody's mind and I just had it and I'm the slow one, okay? But for me, it was so revelatory that I was like, I'm gonna make this happen. And here's, Jenny, here's the funniest thing about it all. 
Um, and when I say funny, it means really just ironic. I've had so many conversations with my best friends and with my husband and with my family about losing weight and exercising and trying to get healthier and try, well, maybe I'll try this fad diet or maybe I'll do this here and maybe I'll, maybe this time I'll join this gym when they have the new year special and maybe this time I'll just get new shoes, running shoes and I'll go walk every day. And you know, I mean, there's, I'll, maybe I'll try that ch- cabbage soup diet. That was the worst freaking diet in the world, by the way. I hate cabbage soup. It was awful. It was awful. It was a cleanse that I did not need in my life. Oh, Lord, help me. It was horrible. But for the first time, what I started seeing with the shift in my thinking, it it began to govern my actions. It began to actually steer the ship of where I was going before I even had to have a conversation with anybody else. Wow. You know, it's it's much bigger, this health journey that people try to walk through and walk on. It's It's not even about trying to become sexier or more physically attractive or more look at my abs. I don't know if there's ever a time where I'm going to tell somebody, look at my abs. (laughs) I think, I think it'd be great if there were, because then I'd be like, look at, if I'm saying look at my abs, it's probably because something's bleeding and you need to get medical attention. Um, But. (laughs) Or with (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Or, or do you see this food baby? Wow. (laughs) Look at my abs. I I just, it's not a phrase I see in my future, but I will say this for the first time. And even my husband pointed this out. It was not a conversation that I had to have with everybody and their dog before I took action. And I honestly find myself today. I'm on week 10 of working out three times a week for 10 full weeks. And I'm on week six of logging and tracking everything that I put in my mouth, whether it be healthy or unhealthy. It's just this awareness. And for me, it's not just been a health switch. It's actually been an entire difference in how I've seen the capability in myself that I didn't know was there and the value that I'm reflecting to my children. Yes. Um, I have a 10 year old daughter who, uh, it's getting emotional, but I have a 10 year old daughter that at her same age is when I started gaining my weight. And I know it very specifically. There was a moment that was a signpost of weight gain. I weighed 151 pounds when I was a 10 year old kid. And the reason I know 151 is because I was the new kid at a school where my second day at that school, we all lined up in the gym to take our height and weight and they would call it out to another kid holding a clipboard. So I'm a new kid and the only thing everybody knows about me is I'm 151. And I was 10 years old and I I honestly believe that that projected a path of destruction, self-destruction in me that caused a lot of the weight gain. Now being 40 years old and being able to identify that 30 years later, it makes you, um, oh gosh, it it changes everything when you're looking in a little bitty mini me mirror of yourself walking around the house that you wonder if they're going to struggle with the same things you've struggled with, that you're trying to prevent them from walking into and experiencing because you know the pain and heartache of it. And um, to be quite honest, I found myself hmm, seeing a couple of characteristics in my daughter that 
led me to my personal weight gain that I've just really hated recently. And um, I felt like the God, that the Holy Spirit, the God that I love was just whispering to me, Candace, if you don't learn how to love yourself at 10 years old, you're not going to learn how to love your daughter through this and give her the right view of who she is and who I say that she is. So this health journey for me has actually been leading me to a place of where the trauma began in order to literally shift a generational thinking about food, about health, about exercise, about what our bodies are possible and capable of and why it's important, not just not so that we can avoid, avoid the jeers of our peers, but so that yeah. we can walk in a freedom to be who God made us to be. And um, my motivation my whole life had been to avoid jeers. And instead, I now see the Holy Spirit clearly showing me it will be possible for me to affirm my very own daughter as he affirms me as his. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to put this out there because this podcast is about women finding freedom. Men, 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 if you're listening, I love you. Thank you. Yeah. You are welcome here. <laughs> hey, dudes. You, you are, are welcome. welcome. Um, but but it's about people finding freedom from those things that literally trap us from, from walking into what we are called and created to be. And and I I feel like this has been the, by and large, biggest obstacle I've ever seen in my life. And for the first time in my life, I'm, I'm finding freedom in ways that I didn't know possible. And I hope and feel that those that are hearing my story will feel it's possible to make the shift as well. I hear you saying you, man, your journey of learning to live a healthy life was for years and years and years governed by people. And you've had this yeah. like supernatural shift where now it's governed by God and Holy Spirit. And you're letting that be the lead. And a big takeaway we can challenge our listeners is to invite God in your process and let him be the lead of governing your health. Because so many people, oh, well, this person called me fat or or I need to be skinnier because of this. And, and we're letting external circumstances control how we live our life when in reality, there's so much more God has for us. And I think everything, Candace, I know as a friend, I, I'm cheering you on in this journey and I'm proud of you for taking a stand and being like, uh-uh. Like I'm, I'm fine. I'm hearing God's voice in this. And I love that you've had these experiences of hearing God and that's like, it's not ending there. Cause a lot of times we'll hear God's voice in, in a situation. We'll be like, cool. Yeah, I should be healthy. And then you just stop. But you, you're being like, yeah, I should, it's going to look like this. And I'm actually going to be proactive and I'm going to learn to how to retrain habits because it's not, Oftentimes healing isn't just a one hit wonder of like, oh, like you have to be proactive and take action. So I like how you took, you're teaching us the practical steps that it was for you. And some of it's spiritual, like some of it's like looking to God for strength, but some of it's like, yeah, I actually have to drive to the gym and figure out how to use this equipment. <laughs> and like, I know you've been like reading the side of the equipment, like how do I actually operate this? <laughs> So a lot goes into it. Here's here's the reality of it. I find myself still feeling inadequate and I feel more inadequate every day. I don't feel stronger. 
I don't feel empowered right now. I still feel more and more weak. Um, but the thing is, is when you're talking about spiritual aspect to it, something clicked um, with the Holy Spirit about my body, about my health, that had to take precedence. Otherwise, I tell you right now, I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to keep up. I wouldn't want to uh, continue. And I think a lot of people do that. We start a fad diet. We read about how somebody lost so many pounds and then, oh, I'm going to try to do what they did. And then we right. get on a kick to do that. The, the caller that we had earlier in the show basically was saying, how do I have donuts at the same time and still be healthy? The reality is, is I've not changed much about my eating as far as like a diet that I'm following. The only thing that I felt like I asked the Holy Spirit, what should I do? And then just listening to him, he is the best teacher and leader of all truth and wisdom. What would you eat and drink if you prayed about it? Yeah. And I find myself asking that and he's he's not leading me wrong. The fact is, is that it's not a diet. It's listening to the rhythms of what your body needs and knowing what your body honestly has aversions to. And not everybody responds the same. And you have to know that too. So I'm not on a crazy diet or kick. I'm honestly, I still have a donut hole every now and then. I still have a taco. Good Lord, do I have a taco. Don't you take my taco Tuesday, Joy. Um, And I find myself um, replacing a lot of the things that were the fatty things that were really disgusting for my body. I replace them with healthier choices, but still enjoy the same foods. And I feel like anybody that sets out on a health journey, if you're really going to involve the Lord, you've got to remember, sometimes you got to ask for what the root of your problem is and not just the symptom of it to be healed. And I mean, if you're willing to ask that, he won't just get you excited about going to a gym or about being accountable for what you eat or being excited about eating different foods. What he'll do is he'll bring up the trauma that happened when you were a 10 year old little kid. Mm. And he'll say, let me heal even that because I can be trusted with it. And like I said, y'all, you may all have different experiences than me as you're listening to this. But for me, this is the journey that I'm on. And this is the freedom I am walking into. And it is the most scary, vulnerable place that I could ever imagine finding myself at 40 years old, but it is worth it. And it is a should that I I just honestly feel like is the greatest undertaking I've ever walked into to find the greatest freedom I know is waiting on the other side. I just want to press in into this moment that like we're, I'm proud of you as a friend. And I, I want to pray over you right now, Candace, as you continue to hear God's voice govern over your health. Um, So everyone listening Let's rally around Candace. And I just, I want to <laughs> pray for you. I want to pray for you. And I want our listeners to pray for Aww. you because you bring so much joy into the world. And, and to hear you, I think what you're doing is important because you're, you're a leader. And for you to press into the trauma of the root of what's been happening here, like, it's really important. So let's, guys, let's pray for Candace. God, I just lift up Candace to you and, and everything she just shared, Lord, and I thank you for speaking to her in ways she hasn't heard before, Lord. And I thank you for bringing so much healing to to little girl Candace. And I pray that the things you're teaching her not only are shifting 
her own life and the life of her family, God, but I see you using the things you're teaching her to be so farther reaching, God. So we just pray for continual perseverance in this and for just uh, a reminder of the things you're doing in her. And just I just pray for um, perseverance and endurance in this as she as she continues to learn how to take back her health and let you govern it in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, friend, that's that's big. That's big. Here's the deal. We didn't plan on you praying. So I don't want listeners to be like, oh, that was awkward. <laughs> that's just because Jenny is a great friend that hears the voice of God. And speaking about the voice of God, you've heard all that I've had to say about where I'm walking, what my story is. But y'all, we want to know what he says. He said what? much in the Bible about letting God govern your life. And one thing we landed on was Romans 12, 1 says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So that verse challenges me. What am I worshiping? If we're being honest, what am wow. I worshiping? And are we letting, as can, as we heard Candace's story, are we letting God govern our choices or are we taking ownership of the things we put in our body? So for me, that verse is challenging in like resetting my, my mindset in even, uh, if we're being honest, yesterday, Candace and I were discussing this episode and I'm, <laughs> we're in the middle of a hurricane and I'm like, girl, I got to go for the Oreos. So it's not a perfect process. <laughs> I was eating Oreos as I was writing these, uh, the structure of our show here. I, if we're being honest, I was running to the Oreos before I was saying, God, man, I'm, I really need your help in this. Like I'm, I'm tired and I'm weary wow. and I need your help. And so the whole point is, yes, we make choices every day, but how are we worshiping God in the midst of the choices that we're making? And that's, a, that's a really great verse that uh, helps us set our intentions to Jesus. And another good one is 2 Corinthians 6. I'm sure we've all heard it. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? And if you're a follower of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit and it is a temple and you are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with our bodies. Take a bark on that. <laughs> I think my dog. I know. Big bark. That's amen approval. for Candace's dog. That is an approval. Woo-hoo. Come on. Yeah. Opal says, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wanted to really highlight 1 Timothy 4, verse 8 in the Passion Translation. It says, for athletic training only benefits you for a short season. But righteousness brings lasting benefit in everything. For righteousness contains the promise of life for time and eternity. And I I wanted to highlight this because you'd be like, wait, wait, Candace, you're telling us to get athletic and and to be healthy and do the things. But we have to also remember athletic training is only part of it. 
Mm, It's only part of a benefit. It's not all of it. If you think after listening to this, you're going to be able to get up off your couch, get your butt to a gym, start sweating, and you're going to have all of your problems solved. I am healthy. Even if you lose the weight, even if you sculpt and tone, even if you find yourself without chicken wings and bat wings. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I got bat wings. I'm trying to work on them. I got a chicken neck, a turkey neck. I'm trying to work on it. But even if you find all those things, no, they're real. They are real. If you find them all sculpted and toned and shaped and you've done all the hard work and all the athletic training and all the physical work to make it work, it's only beneficial up to a certain point. The training in righteousness is the one that lasts out everything. And this is where I have to encourage you to not be diligent in one area of your life and forsake another. They have to go hand in hand. If you're going to trust God with your health journey, you have to realize you have to trust him with all of it. This is why we're dividing this episode into two parts. We know that even pursuing health is not just done in the physical. It's done in the mental space. It's done in the spiritual areas of your life as well. And it has to be holistic and it has to be sustainable. And really, if you want to be on any kind of quest, that's the quest you, we want you to be on with us is not trying to quick fix everything that's you feel could make you feel better. We want to see righteousness being something that you're training in as well, where you say, you know what? What really matters is not this short timeline that I have in this physical body as much as all eternity that I'm preparing for. And I also want to use that verse as an encouragement. And I mean this. I mean this with my whole heart. There are some of you that are physically incapable of getting up and working out at a level that I'm talking about even today where you're like, I'm in physical therapy or I don't have the luxury of having my limbs and my body even work because I am struggling with my health right now. I'm in chemotherapy every week. You want me to try to do what my doctors have told me to stay low and heal and, and to not exert. Okay, so if you're in that place, remember this verse as well. Athletic trainings, it's only valuable up to a certain point. But what you can do is you can train in righteousness during this off-season. And remember that. It's an off-season that you're in right now. That if you can train in the righteousness of God and say, God, what does it look like to have my heart aligned with your heart? That's what righteousness is. It's saying I'm right with God. I'm being one with him. If you can say, I'm concerned about my health with you, with how I look at this world through your lens, through your eyes, that's worth pursuing. That's worth running after wholeheartedly. No matter what you've heard us say about health today, above all health that you pursue, pursue righteousness and godliness. Because it's the stuff that weighs out in eternity beyond anything else that we could offer you. Let God have control over your life. And I think I know we've talked a lot about um, the health struggle of being overweight. And I know some listening don't struggle with that, but yet they're underweight and they've been controlling they've been controlling um, another side of things that we didn't even dive into, which is binging and purging and denying. I've had friends struggle in that. Yeah. And we know that's real. And we know that um, brings on a whole nother level of health issues that you have to deal with because of it, uh, whether it's like breaking down your bones physically and just controlling 
things at a different level. But the challenge here for all of us is what are we letting govern our lives and giving that to Jesus and letting him for once speak into the areas of brokenness, like Candace was saying, the areas of childhood wounds or trauma, or letting God speak into the areas that you're controlling and asking God, what what do I do next? And I believe as he's done for Candace, as he's done for me, he's going to give you resources. He will surround you with people. He will, if you start the conversation, let me tell you, he will enter into this conversation. <laughs> God, may we have ears to hear it. He has an opinion on it for sure. And um, be brave, y'all. This is this is part of it. I'm just going to be honest. Courage is nine-tenths of the first step. Uh, the the one-tenth that is the step is doing it, but courage is a lot of it. It's just be brave in areas that you feel inadequate. And, um, and you'll find there's so much freedom behind that when you start to pursue your health journey. And we're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. And you know what? We're not just rooting for you, but y'all are rooting for us. Did you even know that? Won't you do it, y'all? Time and time again, won't you do it, y'all? love to do a part of the show where we highlight won't he do it and in this segment we highlight your story of how god is using this podcast to make an impact yep 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 this one truth that's a username they gave us five stars here is what they said these ladies have ironically wet my appetite to kick the should out of my life since making okay. healthy eating choices. <laughs> okay, we need to stop. Candace can't handle it. She can't handle it. I can't. I don't like the words wet my appetite in something. It's it's making me uncomfortable. Highly uncomfortable. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, people. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Okay. This one truth, I love you. And I love your review. Let's hear it without okay. me giggling. Here you go. <laughs> These ladies have ironically wet my appetite to kick the should out of my life. Since making healthy eating choices is my biggest should. I'm anticipating great things from them. This will be epic, which is why I'm a first time podcast listener and subscriber. Wow. Wow. We are teaching people the podcast ways. Thank you. This one true. Thank you. And we want to hear from you guys. Listen, leave us a review too. You might be featured. You can review on Apple Podcasts or give us a call. Candace, can you sing that number? Sing it out for us. Oh my gosh. 315. 315- 308 0163. So we're in a new school district and our kids are making new friends. And the other day, my son, he's in second grade, he was at recess and they were playing a racing game. You know, you're just running and racing. And he was not he was not coming in first place. So he gets done one of the races and he's just like confidently like, oh yeah, I don't do sports, you guys. I don't do sports. That's why I'm not winning. <laughs> and he comes home and I'm just like putting around the house and he gets those toy trucks. We have these giant toy trucks. They're so big that you can put other trucks in the trucks. So they're like the big, you know, big boy toy trucks. Okay. And he's rigging them to his body and he begins benching the toy trucks as if they're like leg weights. And what? <laughs> I don't even like acknowledge what's happening. Yeah. And then I start paying attention and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm working out my leg muscles because I got to get in shape. 
for the big race. What? What? <laughs> and oh, I just, that is the cutest thing ever. It is the cutest thing because it's not like we're. It's not like my husband and I are lifting weights around the house. Like so, he just took it upon himself. You know what? I'm I'm tired of not winning the race. I'm gonna be intentional. I might not have I might not have resources, but I got some trucks and I am benching yes. the trucks. So. I think it's a beautiful reminder for all of us. Like you can find the resources to live a healthier life and to win the race. I would also say this though, there are unlimited free resources online. They just look up modified, easy exercises or workouts on YouTube and find a video that you like that can have you get some just training. It's okay to start at the base level in your living room where nobody's watching you but your dogs. And dogs don't judge you, they love you. So it's fine. They'll probably wanna be a part of it and jump on you and lick your face. Or your preschool kids. I do want to like bring up the fact that you, we see those mom pictures where their like babies are like uh, sitting on their backs and they're like doing push-ups. Yes. You can be yes. that mom. Incorporate your kids in your workout. What does that look like for you? You yeah. might not be no. nailing those push-ups, but like they yeah. might be jumping on yeah. you and you might have to do some navigation <laughs> through that. You'll be fine. Okay. I, no, 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 no. I'm going to shut that up. And here's why. Here's why. That's so cute. If you're that mom, I love you. God bless you. Applause. I'm giving you some golf clap right now. Praise God. You're doing amazing. But if you're I not you and you're it. like me. Yes, I think it's great. But let me tell you what happened to me when I tried that. You tried it? I tried oh, that. With, good. I tried it with my three and five-year-old at the time. It, okay. This was this was what happened. I actually started working out in front of them, watching a YouTube video on my Apple TV. And they were like, we're going to jump on mom. This is fun. We're going to do it too. There were three injuries before that 30 minutes was up. And none of them were to me. I was Aww. the worst mom. I had a kid with a black eye come out of it because I bumped their eye with my elbow because mm. I'm like, I'm not coordinated to put that baby on my back. <laughs> and not only that, I just decided from that point on, they're going to go to bed. It's nap time when I work out. So if you can work out with your children, glory to God in the highest, be happy. I'm so proud of you and I'm proud for you, but that is not the reality for a lot of us. Put them children to bed and then do it alone without witnesses. Close the curtains. You're monitors and your computer screens shut it down shut it feel the freedom of being alone be alone (laughs) but then post about it on facebook and instagram so so everybody knows you you got it in you got those reps in oh my gosh (laughs) we're proud of you guys hey let's pray i don't think that we can leave this show without honestly addressing something that we would be amiss if we didn't touch on You may have been listening today and you may think, Candace, I'm not in the spot that I'm even worried about physical health because you may be in a position where you're abusing your health, either through things that are eating disorders or a skewed body image perception, or even just things that govern the way that you mistreat your body. We're going to leave some resources in our show notes of places that you could reach out to if you're encountering any one of those things in your life right now. And we're not only going to pray for you, but we're going to pray for all of our listeners that are wanting to find freedom in what they know about how their body is supposed to be and look and feel to be healthy. So be encouraged. We know you. We love you. We're aware and we're for you. Let's pray. God, honestly, 
We know that you're the one that created us. And we can't forget from the very beginning, from the very beginning, you told us that we were made in your image, not just men, women too, male and female. He created them and he created them in his image. And so God, we know that we are made in a way that is already good and pleasing to you. And we just want to be stewards and responsible for the things that you've given us in life. And a lot of that is taking care of what you've given us in our bodies. Would you show us what journey we need to be on to be the best version of ourselves? And God, would you keep us hemmed in from trying so hard to live in the future ahead of you to become something, a future version of ourselves that you don't even know either? God, would you keep us very present and close to your side as we walk this? Because without you, it'll be vain effort. I mean, you tell us very clearly in John 15, apart from me, you can do no good. So we ask that you would give us the wisdom on what to eat, how to train, and honestly draw us close to your side as we continue to know you more, love you more, train in righteousness, and train our bodies. In Jesus' name. Yeah, God, and I, I want to also pray for the ones that are struggling with addictive behaviors that are unhealthy, Lord. I pray a breaking off of that right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that we may live and treat our bodies as if it's an act of worship towards you because it is, Lord. And I just thank you for uh, this community and everything where you're helping us chase after God. And I just pray for freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. Yay. Come back for part two next week, y'all. We're going to dive into mental health. Yeah, we have a special guest on Carlos Whitaker. So you're going to want to definitely check that out. And just to, for our disclaimer here, if you're thinking about making any radical changes to your health or your diet, even little changes, please consult your doctor and uh, take it seriously. Shut the shit up, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. To share your should, call 315-308-0163. And you may be featured on an upcoming episode. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.